what would you put in your backpack if you had a new coaching engagement but could only take a limited number of items? Each week, The Coach's Backpack looks at the multifaceted world of coaching and asks a new guest to tell us what they would take with them and why. Hello, I'm David Lowe, and this week we are taking a peek inside the backpack of David Clutterbuck from the European Mentoring and Coaching Council. Welcome, David. Thank you. Well, the first challenge I have for you is to describe what you do in under 20 words. What I do is I help people have the conversations that they need to have with themselves. Congratulations. You are in a small elite group of people who have actually managed to describe themselves in under 20 words. <laughs> Good start. OK, so look, here is the challenge. You've been asked to coach a new client, but are limited to what you can take with you. So you've got your essentials, your clothes, your toothbrush. And in addition, you can take one book, one tool, technique, concept, method, approach, one other item of your choice and a person from the past or the present to accompany you. What would you take with you and why? Okay, well, I, let's, let's start with the book. I've got a bookshelf behind me full of books and, and quite a few of them, 70 of them are written by me alone or, or with other people. There's always a new book, but actually I thought I would take something completely different. I would take the improv handbook on the basis that actually all coaching is an experiment and we're constantly playing with it. It is, it is constant improvisation. And so some of the tools and techniques, the ways of thinking about, um, about improv, are, it's a good way to create that, mind, that coaching mindset. I find that coaches, uh, that when, when we, we've done lots of work on looking at maturity of coaches and how they grow in, 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 into becoming truly masterful. Uh, if, though I don't like the word masterful, it's, it's got all sorts of negative assignments to it, but to maturity. And basically it's about letting go and doing less and just relaxing into the conversation. You know, great thing about truly effective coaches is that they have an enormous toolkit and they don't use it or very rarely use it. They relax into the conversation. Is this the improv handbook? I don't know it. I've cheekily looked it up. Is this Tom Selinsky and Deborah Francis White? That sounds right. It's somewhere on my bookshelf behind me. So, uh, yeah, but any, any one of those, the, the, uh, the, the improv handbooks, I think, is, it just gives you a sense of, of actually, I don't need to know the answer. I don't need to, to be in charge of this conversation. The road to maturity is about letting go. Have you ever done any uh, improv on stage, David? This is the question. I've actually trained at the London Comedy School to do um, stand-up uh, comedy. And I am I'm actually chair, um, I chair the research committee there, looking at um, how you can use laughter to keep kids out of knife crime and if so, for other social uses, and for helping the well-being of people um, with depression, for example, are some of the things that the school does. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a brilliant curriculum for just helping people to not to take themselves so seriously. Wow. Marvellous. Okay. So what else are you putting in this backpack? Well, you, you, we said we'd need uh, a tool or technique. And the tool or technique I'd take is silence. The ability to shut up and really listen. Very often as I, when I'm teaching other coaches to, or supervising coaches, so you, the moment that you think you understand the other person's situation and their context is the time to shut up and listen properly. And so just being silent helps the quality of being present but allowing the person time to think. So many times coaches, they're so focused on what am I going to say next when the person stops talking? It doesn't really matter. If the person stops talking and there's a silence, that's a great place to be. That's, that, that's where they're going to be internally sort of turning things over, making different associations. It's their thinking time. If we interrupt that, we're, not, we're actually not working in their, in their best interests. 
And there's this thing we call this tyranny of the question. So you feel that you've got to ask another question. But I try and train the coaches I work with to, to, to have a question in mind, but to park it and not think about it. I've got a question if I need it. And when the other person stops, instead of going jumping in and asking your question, which so many of the textbooks tell you you should do, and I believe you should not, you just pause. And if they don't immediately go, go, carry on, you just nod and you just indicate that it, you know, anything else and so forth. And so they continue. And what happens is that by the time you get to the third iteration of this, either they've asked the same question of themselves or they've asked a better question for the, of themselves or it's become irrelevant anyway. So you've got this process whereby the less that you do, the more that you achieve. And that's very hard sometimes for coaches at the beginnings of their careers to really uh, to grasp. Mm, feeling having to prove themselves. Yeah, it's a bit like having to come out of the coaching session with a solution. That, that's the coach's need. It's not the client's need. The client needs to come out of the coaching session with an advancement in their thinking so they can actually go and, and reflect and come, out, come up with their own solution based on new perspectives. Fabulous. Well, we're powering through. This backpack is getting filled up. So now you've got one other item and a person to choose. I would choose to take Fenelon. He was... A, um, a French cleric in the, king, in the court of King Louis XIV. And he was hired by the king to educate the, uh, the king's son, um, a total brat. And what Fenelon did was to sit this, this horrible child down um, and every time he had a tantrum or an experience, he, 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 would, he would talk him through. So, okay, what was happening for you there? What have you learned from this? You know, what were you trying to achieve? And, uh, you know, and, and the impact that you had versus the intent that you had. And gradually, this, this young person became to understand themselves a lot better and then and grew into a very personable young, young man. And what was happening here was that Fenelon was doing what the Athena, the goddess of wisdom, who's the other person I might have taken along with me. And she basically sat down with in the Odyssey over 3,000 years ago, the stories were written down, and with both Odysseus, the king of Ithaca, and his son uh, Telemachus. They had an experience. She would talk them through what happened. She would help. She would use her wisdom to help them become wiser in turn. And, and Fenelon wrote a book uh, continuing the dialogues of Athena with Telemachus. And it wasn't meant to be published, but it, got, it was, and he got into a lot of trouble for this because it was seen as criticism of the king. But this was the first leadership book in Europe. And it was all about having conversations that help somebody else become wiser. And I think you know, to have this wise French cleric sitting beside me, that would be really something. I think uh, that would be a, a wonderful learning experience if only it were possible. It sounds like Fenelon co-authored Emotional Intelligence with Daniel Goleman. <laughs> reaching across at what's spanning spanning those those centuries but it's certainly something that gives us a, a real insight into the origins of mentoring and indeed of, of coaching too because coaching really it borrows from mentoring so that's the origins of mentoring and coaching which is a much more recent invention owes a lot to, to that that history of of asking people questions of helping people to understand themselves to get clarity and indeed we, we increasingly see the, the, the reference to to people talking about mentoring as coaching plus so it's all this, it's all those basic skills of coaching, but you, but you've got this experience and wisdom to bring to the to the party. So coaching is the essence of coaching is a process that you use. The essence of mentoring is is the wisdom that you bring. Superb. Okay, 
And so what is your final choice? The item I would bring would simply be a notebook because I'm constantly thinking of things and I want to constantly take, take notes. I've done quite a few podcasts recently uh, for various people on, on walking coaching and walking mentoring. And there's a wonderful metaphor here because when you're walking alongside somebody, it's a very different process from being in front of them or behind them. And walking mentoring, it's very popular because when you're walking, the blood's going to your brain and it's, you're thinking a lot more. But there's a, a whole process here by which if you actually up the pace of exercise, so you're going for a jog or something, and you go into this thinking place, what tends to happen is that your brain and your muscle and leg muscles are competing for the sugar in your, and oxygen in your, in your blood. And so as you have these bright ideas and you really start thinking about something, you slow down. And you may even stop. And it's those moments when you stop that are so important, capturing your thinking. And so finding just something to do multiple times a day, I might get up in the middle of the night and just scribble a couple of, of notes down, which I hope, hopefully translate them in, in the morning. It's remarkable how incoherent your kind of handwriting is when you're doing it in the dark. But being able to just to, to capture a feeling or a process or a, a sense of something, a few words that just 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 make you think and may make other people think. I mean, I, I woke up a couple of months ago and one of the things I, I scribbled down was, is coaching a profession or a vocation? And that's, that's been quite a source of debate, certainly for, for me and for some of the, the people that I work with. Um, are you a specific notebook geek? Is there a specific okay. favourite now? No, I mean, I just have anything that I've, I've actually got here paper that I've that I've because um, I you know saved the planet. So I've, I've had I've got pa um, paper that I've been using for other things. So I just fold it and I can use both sides of, of, of this for, uh, for taking notes. And then I, but I put them in plastic folders. So that helps. So your backpack is full. It's got all of the items in it now. Um, where do you hope you are going then on this gig? Um, the answer is I don't really care. Wherever you're going is a good place to go, pretty much. And I just, I, I love wandering in the wilderness. Um, I love climbing mountains. So I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not much on the rope and peat on the um, side, but I, but I love high altitude trekking and so forth. So I, I guess from a physical point of view, I'll, I'll trek wherever I, I can. That brings me back into, into being away from civilization um, where I can, can reflect and where I can walk with other people I, I that that for me is, is that the, the height of of creating space for myself and so I, I think that that's important but as but as a metaphor I'll walk with my clients wherever they need to go nice nice and if I uh, gave you a million pounds and said you can go to anywhere you've not been where's the one place you've not been that you'd like to go trekking or walking <laughs> well i wouldn't need a million pounds for it i've traveled to over 120 countries now and that's been fantastic but the place i think probably mongolia is a place that i'd like that i'm very keen to go to and i've, I've been talking to somebody about uh, they do trips to walk with the tribal elders in so or in mongolia to ride with them and just to, to converse and learn with them, I think that would be pretty cool. Nice. I'm afraid that's not the fee of this podcast. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. And so you've got this backpack packed and you're about to set off. What is the one thing you, you would want to make sure is not in that backpack? I don't want to take any baggage. As we're learning more and more about effective coaching, 
it's it's about what you, it's about letting go about leaving forgetting the need to be right forgetting the need to have a solution forgetting the need to have goals all of those things things are, are i think things we can just let go of so for me the metaphor it's a metaphor of life that, that, that many people spend their lives gathering more and more possessions and more and more, more and more mental baggage as well and just being able to say do i really need that it's rather like clearing out the attic for most of us you've got to move house to clear out the attic otherwise it's not gonna gonna happen uh, so you know are we regularly thinking what can i let go of and one of the things that, that i do myself and i encourage other coaches to do is to try and and find a major assumption that i have that i can question and challenge every every month or two to simply say well is that true is that always true do i need that assumption and that's that's great to actually to to be able to throw away things limiting assumptions that we have such as is coaching a professional vocation absolutely yeah Super. Well, thank you, David Clutterbuck, for being our guest on The Coach's Backpack. If people want to know more, where can they go? Simply to look at Coaching and Mentoring International, which is our uh, international grouping, or, or David Clutterbuck Partnership, which is my, my uh, um, tax haven, <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you for joining us on this episode of The Coach's Backpack. If you would like extra goodies such as free tools, offers, further info about our guests and maybe even the odd peek inside their actual backpack, sign up to our mailing list at thecoachesbackpack.com. And don't forget to follow the podcast too. See you next time.